Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. Tracy, I'm proud of you. You got your name in there this time. This time. <laughs> Last time was bad, but this time I got it. I've been nice. practicing. Val, Val, you look comfy. That's what I'm going to say today. You yeah. look comfy today. I am comfy. I am in LA. Um, I'm out here for the Anime Expo. And uh, um, I woke up a couple of hours ago, and I've just been chilling here in my bed. Half of the team is already at the expo. They've been there since 6.30 this morning. I go in in a couple of hours. You are going to hear my phone throughout this episode because we have a Slack <laughs> going and trying to like see everything that I have to know when I get on site because there's going to be 170,000 people there. Um, today, um, yeah, it's like one of the biggest expos is that it, we do. Is it a convention hall and hotels or is that just the convention hall? The convention hall is huge. It is uh -huh. gigantic. Um, our team is split up. Luckily, um, with that many people being in the building, most of the things that I'm kind of over are outside but also it's about 90 something degrees here. So um, it's a little inside, outside, upside down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but like I've got a great view. You won't be able to see because, but there's my oh, pool. Wow. I don't oh, know yeah. if you can see that. Yeah, that's a great um, view. But I'm just like, I'm uh, about like a 20 minute walk from the convention center. And so I've been walking there every oh, day. Cool. Um, I got to see like the Colby Bryant, like I did a little mural walk the other day. Mm -hmm. I, I went to school not far from here at USC, but like, I never spent a lot of time walking in downtown LA. Um, and so I've been exploring that a little bit and USC has changed since mm -hmm. I've gone there. It's super fancy outside now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it is and, so uh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so just very different, but um, I mean, this airs on uh, the 4th of July, so happy 4th of July, but I will be here through the 5th, so this is a seven-day work wow. uh, convention for us. We, it took convention. us, well, it took us three days just to set up all of the tech, and then, of course, we'll take it all down in one day, um, but uh yeah this it's it's big this is a it's a it's really cool i haven't even been i've been here since um tuesday and i haven't even been on the show floor yet. wow oh my gosh <laughs> so i'm hoping to do that yeah i'm hoping to do that tomorrow um and i'm hoping to find something really cool this is i'm not an anime is something i need to explore more of and i know it's such a huge fandom um but I'm hoping to find something really unique out here, like from a, a vendor yeah. that I can bring home. Um, I was going to go to a Dodgers game yesterday, but I ended up getting moved to the night shift instead of the morning shift. So I don't mm. get to go to a Dodgers game this time around. Um, I did visit yeah. the um, historic uh, Bur Burberry building. Mm. Um, 
or Bradbury building, sorry, it's early for me, Bradbury building where they shot um, Blade Runner. We were talking a lot about Blade Runner last week, so I thought I'd That's bring cool. that up. That was really cool to be in there where they shot that. So um, cool. The Dodgers yeah. won last night against my Padres, so I was... You know, <laughs> it was like five to one. It was like not a close game, so... <laughs> I have to tell you guys about like the strangest thing out of all. I know I thought really I'd see some strange things at the anime LA convention, right? Because I mean, we're in LA anime, like just all walks of life, which is really cool. But the strangest thing I've ever seen as an event person is, so I'm in charge of the West main gate, which is one of the main gates and the West exits. Um, And last night the West exits, uh, lead to kind of the sports area it leads to the cryptocurrency Mm. arena Mm -hmm. and like all of that stuff and there's like after parties going on over there and all of the um street hot dog vendors there are hundreds of them and they all just have these carts that they're pushing and i'm gonna post a picture but there's a hall like my whole exit west exit is just this like hallway like outside and uh-huh. they basically just made this hall of hot dogs going from my exit point to the street, which looks cool, smells amazing because I missed yeah. um, lunch yesterday. So I hadn't eaten lunch or dinner by about um, 10, 9.30 last night when this all happened. Uh-huh. Um, and, but the fire safety and like the owner, you know, like security is like this, you can't be right here. So they would close one exit until the hot dog vendors would leave. They would go to my other exit and go there. We'd have to close that one. Then they'd come back around. It was literally this hot dog frogger. I feel like was happening <laughs> last night. And I just had to sit, stand back. Cause it's not up to me. And so I'm just watching this happen. And if they would have had a tap, because I just had my phone with me, so I could tap and buy a hot dog, I totally would have bought a hot dog and watched <laughs> this. But I'm going to share the Hall of Hot Dogs before the and Hall after. The Hall of Hot Dogs it's and Hot Dog Froggers. Those are my new favorite things. <laughs> I mean, that, that, is, that is a pretty strange thing. But I'll be honest, I stayed home uh, from Los Angeles yesterday, and I saw Stranger Things. <laughs> because the last two episodes came out yesterday, so I watched those. There you go. Night. I watched those, and I smoked a turkey loin, which was fantastic. I didn't know yeah. how you were going to end that sentence. <laughs> I was about to just be like, "You what? what? How was your turkey? Sounds delicious. Really good. I'm loving that Traeger smoker. Holy cow! Those- yeah, those are those are nice. I'd oh, like good. to." get one someday but we'll we'll yeah work on it good so. investment <laughs> yeah. your dreams come later jake your dreams come later just look yeah. at me <laughs> <laughs> and we have to mention even though it'll be past it by the time that this episode airs but it's val's three-year anniversary with dave it's our three-year first date anniversary i'm so happy yeah happy anniversary in one of those pictures that you posted I know it's so today. weird and it is and I knew that at some point he did but he literally only had that hair and this is a kind of a funny story so that picture was taken the weekend he realized that he was in love with me <laughs> um 
And two weeks, two to three weeks before that, he went to a tattoo convention and I told him that I wasn't ready to be serious with anyone because I realized that I was having feelings for him and mm-hmm. I was scared out of my mind. Uh-huh. And he went to this tattoo convention and the whole time he didn't shave, he didn't cut his head, like he didn't shave his head or anything. He grew his hair out and all of his friends were like freaking out because he hadn't had hair forever. <laughs> and then we both decided, all right, so we're, we both really like each other. I'm a little scared. My therapist told me like, I've been your relationship therapist now for nine months. You need to like try something like, if it doesn't work out fine, but like you're dating a couple people, pick one that you think that you like the most. Like I, I wrote my lists down and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just make a decision if it goes up in flames, whatever, but you've at least tried. So we both kind of decided we were going to come out to California for Thanksgiving. He was going to San Diego to see his mom and sister. And I was coming out here to see Mike who was Mike number one. I went to film school with him, basically my brother. It was my first Thanksgiving without Sammy. She was going to her dad's house, you know, divorce, all that. It was just really hard. So he's like, we'll drive out together. And we're like, if we don't kill each other or hate each other by the end of this road trip, then that's a good sign that we should keep going. Right. Uh So we drive out. And I'm a really, I want to say that something that I'm really good at is I'm a really good road trip partner. I can totally see that. <laughs> I'm not going to drive you crazy. I'm going to help you. I'm going to make sure, you know, like I, I know when to be quiet and when to not be quiet. I know it doesn't seem like that here, but <laughs> in a car, I'm a good road trip buddy. So we had a good road trip. He dropped me off at Mike's house and something that you should all know um, listening about my friend Mike is that he's gay. Um, And that's important because as Dave dropped me off there to drive to his mom's house, he was really jealous. Like, why am I dropping this person that I care about (laughs) off at this man's house? house? And he's fully well knowing that he dropped me off with him and his husband. (laughs) Right. And then he's like, Oh crap. He's like, oh crap, I love this girl. Like that's Aww. like was his moment. Oh, sweet. Um, oh, and I then love that. we both had Thanksgiving with our families. And then he came um and spent time with me and Mike and Travis and then drove me out to meet his mom for the first time. Oh, and then after that, um, we decided to try and be exclusive. Um and then that's great. yeah. So, but it all happened with one five hour date. <laughs> today happy anniversary thanks you two are great well, i really thanks. wanted to use um gay mike that's not what we're going to call him but mike <laughs> being gay as a transition he won't. He won't to segue care. into independence day because there's definitely some questions there that we've got to talk about or something but <laughs> Before we get into that movie, we need to talk about July 21st. Yes. We need to make sure that we do that at the beginning and, and also at the end. But July 21st, we are hosting all of you to come and watch Sharknado at Bruvies in downtown Salt Lake City. It's going to be awesome. $15 at the door. There's, I think we've got 150 seats available. And once we're sold out, we're sold out. 
And we're hoping to hit that point where we, that would be we don't want to turn any of you away, but we would love to have to turn some of you away because we, <laughs> we are full. So that is what we're looking at at Sharknado. There's going to be a raffle. Tracy, these prizes are insane oh, that yeah. we have for this raffle. I mean, just yeah, incredible. We, we've got $600 from Dave Man Tattoos, Bell's Dave. Um, $600. That's incredible. Um, we are waiting on, but we should have in time, a signed football from the University of Utah football coach, Kyle Whittingham. Um, Thomas Estrada, the Disney animator, is going to send over an original piece of art that we're going to be able to raffle off. Um, we've got movie memorabilia from Val. We've got all sorts of stuff. So it's going to be a fun night. Yeah. All yeah. goes and, to American Fan X is even pitching in some autographed pictures. Thank you. Yes. Um, Ian Ziering and Tara Reed autograph photos and two Thursday passes from yeah. Fan X. So, yeah. So we want to thank everyone, first of all, that's helped with the prizes and have donated some things for us there. That's incredible. We appreciate your generosity, um, but you guys don't want to miss this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it is a bad movie for a great cause. We are raising all of the money, all of the money that we raise at the door, all of the money that, for raffle tickets, all of it is going to the American Cancer Society. So 100%. Yep, 100%. We're not getting anything out of this except fun, some fun, great fun. company and a great time. <laughs> so, uh, and a great movie well to be determined, <laughs> to be determined. it'll be a great experience <laughs> yeah. it will be a great experience yes yeah um, it, it'll be fun so i'm excited <laughs> to see everybody there i'm excited to see the turnout and to watch this movie finally i've i've started it a couple of times on the tv by myself can't I'm hoping in this kind of environment it'll be much can't, better. Can't do it alone. Although, you do it although Tracy has pointed out that Sharknado One isn't even the good one. We have to wait until like Sharknado Four or something before they get really good. <laughs> They're all good. It's just they continue to climb in greatness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying that, man. You're selling it hard, but I'm just not buying. It, so. It's it's a lot like Independence Day, though. You just have to kind of shut off your brain and and just enjoy the ride. Oh boy, that I think that is a great way to sum up Independence Day right now. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, um, I remember when this movie came out, yeah, and it was a big deal. I mean, this was it. It was a mo deal. Memorial Day release. It was a huge hit that summer. This was the big summer blockbuster the year yep. that it came out. Yeah, uh, this was right in the middle of. Will Smith's big summer blockbuster mm -hmm. thing. You know, he had this, he had Men in Black, Wild Wild West. Okay. I mean, eh. he had this Wild and he had Men West in Black. Wild West was fun. It was fun. And I think it was, a, I think it was, I don't think it did as well as like Independence Day and Men in Black at the box office. No. No, but, but. Um, but yeah, this was Will Smith and his action hero heyday yep. where he was really hitting it with the, with the big movies that were the big hits. Um, and, it is a movie that does not hold up. <laughs> well, almost 30 years Listen. later. <laughs> I, I think in the theater experiencing this, like it was, I remember coming out and being like, this is just so intense and so incredible. And just, <laughs> I was a teenager. So yeah. I think that probably helped with that. But watching it again last night, I was like, this is not, the movie that I remember it being. And I think it's just because there's so much that has come after it, but, uh -huh. but it was still pretty good. I mean, it was still fun. 
I don't know. I feel like I've been really negative so far. I, <laughs> I do bad. think the presidential moments were were pretty cool still. Yeah. Yeah. There's some great one-liners though. Oh, it There's is like probably number of, five on the list of action movie one-liners. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's gotta yeah. be up there. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Earth, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> gotta gotta hey, drag your boys. Through the desert with your dreadlocks, and yeah. I mean, I do think it also kind of shows, um, like that you have the human like moments of okay, a whole bunch of people drive to the desert, like they just stop Uh everything they're doing, Uh pick up, and go to Area 51. That happened like in real life, Uh and then you have the aliens coming to earth and you have all the people on top of the buildings like welcome and then uh-huh. they get killed like mm-hmm. i feel like these things would happen like i, totally, I don't think I was that, that yes far-fetched from so there are like moments that are like so ridiculous and then <laughs> yeah. there are moments where you're like oh, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Makes sense>. yeah. <laughs> where would you be would you drive to the desert would you be on the top of a building? Would you be hiding in your basement? Like, what would you question. do if you knew aliens were here and or coming? I would probably yeah. go out and see it. I don't know if I'd drive to like Area 51, but if I could like see it from my house or not too far, then I probably would do that. But that's a good question because, yeah, it would yeah. be terrifying and exciting. I'd, I'd be glued to the internet and the TV trying to get any news and anything, you know, trying yeah. to find out everything you could, all the information. I feel like I would probably react very similarly to everything that happened in 2020, right? When uh-huh. we started hearing about it and things started closing down and like when it really started to become real that way, I feel like I spent a lot of time refreshing news sites, trying to see <laughs> what the latest was, you know, the numbers, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it would be similar in this kind of a thing because this is something that would be such a global impact. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, would, 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 can you imagine the TikToks that would get out of this? I can't imagine the TikToks yeah. that I saw this morning. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok would be crazy. I literally <laughs> am in the TikTok mecca right now. That's true. Like just That's trying to get back and forth to do my job is literally everyone like holding their things making their tiktoks doing their live twitches like i'm in the back of a lot of people's videos (laughs) like yeah i've been thinking about that kind of thing a lot because when you scroll through tiktok and you see people doing these tiktoks at things like conventions or at theme parks or on Uh youtube and there's like the the vloggers at all of the disney parks i just think it's probably really annoying to go to some of these places right now because, and I'm, and this is not what you were saying, Val. And I know that I don't want to say that you were saying people that you were going to interact with later today are annoying, but um, like, I feel like it would just be annoying to be like on a ride and you have somebody talking through the ride or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Live streaming. Yeah. yeah I mean, already. I'm going to yeah. be putting my camera on my gimbal later tomorrow so that i can get a video of like entering into the main hall and going and see because they've got it's the whole thing is carpeted 
in this uh-huh. blue car and that just makes me so happy but like it's cool so yeah i mean i just feel like what translates there is not too far away from what we're already yeah. doing so there are yeah, things yeah, i feel yeah. like like they translate but then there are these moments of um like the cgi at the time CGI we thought is... was like so amazing <laughs> and now i'm watching it and i'm like thinking a TikTok video is probably better than like like they could probably recreate this. Yeah, yeah. but at the time at it the was time insane. it was amazing. It yeah, was so, it was like, and, so cool. And I remember the first time seeing it, how intense it was because they have the aliens come, you know, on on July second, and they've got this buildup of what's going to happen. They just park over these cities, right? And what's going to happen? And this time I just felt like, and I know that part of it you have to take into account is you know what's going to happen now. You know they're going to destroy the cities, but yeah. spoilers. Um, but <laughs> they spoiled that I, in the in the in the poster. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, but I felt like it was this attempt to really build up. You don't really see the aliens for most of the movie. They don't really have a lot of interactions with live aliens and things like that. And so I felt like it was the similar kind of buildup that you get in Jaws, or it was an attempt at that same kind of buildup, but it just doesn't quite land the same. I mean, because even when I watch Jaws now, I know what's going to happen. I know that Bruce is not the scariest looking shark out there. I get all of that, but I still feel that same intensity and the, like Steven Spielberg just builds that up so well in Jaws. And in this, I watched it. I was like, I don't think it's got, it's an attempt at that same kind of buildup, but it doesn't have the same delivery. It doesn't have the, it doesn't pay off as well for whatever reason. And I don't know that I, I don't know that I know enough about filmmaking or storytelling to pinpoint why it doesn't work. I just know that it doesn't work like some of the other masterful ones do. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it I mean, let's talk about for a second, let's talk about this cast. Like this cast okay. is stacked. So we've got Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman, Vivica A. Fox, Randy Quaid, Judd Hirsch, Mary McDonnell, Robert Loggia, Harvey Feinstein. And I love Harvey Feierstein's voice. He's just, right. I, I can't even do it. But um, yeah. Harvey Feinstein, Brett Spinner, Adam Baldwin. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Well, and in 1997, to have Will Smith and Vivica A. Fox basically as the main couple of this movie yeah. for an Independence Day movie mm-hmm. that's opening up on the, you know, 4th of July was is kind of a big deal, which is really cool. Um, and I like Will Smith as an actor. Um, I do I think too. sometimes he fits in this area that he kind of puts himself like he chose some very specific parts to make money and then it enabled him to choose other parts that, you know, were a little bit more of a stretch, but he's fun. He's got this just really Mm -hmm. fun. Charismatic. um, Yeah. And I know there's been some drama lately with him, but I'm going to stand by like, if you really want to know more about him, listen to his book that just came out. Um, and he really talks about like why he made these choices and how big of a deal, like these movies were for him, um, which was really cool. But I, yeah, I mean, the cast was so cool in this movie at the time, um, Mm -hmm. because you had, it was just like an oddball cast. Like if you look at them, (laughs) it's not a cast that you would usually say, we are going to put together this blockbuster (laughs) cast for this movie. Let's, you know, it is. It is all the oddballs. 
Uh-huh, and I yeah. love it because I love the oddballs, right? This is this is um, one of my favorite Jeff Goldblum roles. Yeah, and the he, Jeff's always been an oddball, uh-huh. um, but, but in he this wasn't one, one of those people that you thought of, like, hey, we need somebody yeah. to carry a movie. He's always was the sidekick, and they really made him more of a main character in this uh-huh. movie, um, which was so cool. Um, and I, yeah, I just really love um, the way that him and um Will. Judd Hirsch oh yeah uh-huh. like, they're yeah. back and forth and the way that they kind of move together talk together is so believable in this movie um even in the unbelievable parts right <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like you don't just drive your dad up to the white house and then <laughs> it, like it just it doesn't matter, like, even if, even more so if aliens were being invaded, like, you're not going to get in. No, no. You know, well, um, but if you have one of those cool little satellite dish things that you can stick on your car to triangulate <laughs> the signal, and then you can call your ex-wife. <laughs> right. It just, yeah. So, I mean, it. there's some very, like, things that are such a stretch, but I, it's so much fun because the people that you have doing the stretching um, is what so really... Fun really makes it i am not a huge fan of randy quaid as an like as an actor i kind of sometimes he really annoys me and sometimes i'm like that was the most perfect pick of Uh something and i think this role for him was that gem it was kind of like what jake was talking about like last week that lightning in a bottle moment right that i don't think if i mean yes you could put a hundred of other actors in this role but there's something about him doing it that yeah. makes it beyond the character that we're seeing. Yeah, right. I would say this and Christmas Vacation are the only two that I can kind of get behind him. I, all of, almost all of his other stuff. It's just, it's too well, much, but it's perfect. And that makes, that makes sense because in this, it's just basically Cousin Eddie as a it really jet pilot. <laughs> and, and he's wacko in real life. So it seems like yeah. this is, you know... I don't know oh, that I'd use the clinical term. We could call it something. <laughs> so he's a little I, eccentric. I think the performances from the actors with the script that they're given, I think they do a great job. I mean, because it is over, it, it is cheesy. Like this is layered this is in what, cheese. This is what summer blockbusters in the 90s really were. They were <laughs> over the top cheese in a lot of ways. And that's okay. Like I remember having conversations, and this is definitely one of those movies that fits in there. Like you said earlier, Tracy, you just got to turn your brain off and enjoy yeah. it. And and this is definitely one of those movies because if you turn your brain on at any point, you're like, uh so let, this was so full of 90s stereotypical progressivism. Like they wanted to include a gay character, but they couldn't just include a guy who was gay. It was like, he had to be, I mean, the way Harvey Firestein plays that character. in distress from like the minute he wakes up in the morning until, and I just feel like not that there aren't people who aren't like that because there are, and they great be that person and be the best you, you can be. However, it seems like, so many of the representation it's not nuanced of gay characters in the 90s was like that because it was a stereotype yep and and even uh jeff goldblum's character 
He's the stereotypical environmentalist from the 90s. He's riding his bike to work. He's recycling everything. And even that scene where he's drunk and he's throwing everything around, he's like, I don't care. I just want to destroy the planet. I've spent all this time saving it. And for what? They're just going to destroy it. And so I'm just going to break everything and throw it in the garbage. Like, it was such a weird reaction. that take- <laughs> And there was just a lot of that in there where it's like, okay, this is definitely a product of its time. However... Despite all that, I do love the characters and I do love the the acting and the performances that we get. I think Bill Pullman is the president. His speech where he yep. gives that speech is fantastic. Um, I do love um, Will Smith. I agree. He just oozes charisma and everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an incredible actor and an incredible performer. Um, and y- you can tell that he is one of these people there are just people in this world that when they show up, people want to be around them. Yeah. And I yeah. think Will Smith is one of those people. Yeah. Um, and but, yeah, there, there were two scenes that really stood out to me. Yeah. And one of which is I was thinking, you know, Top Gun Maverick, cause we have the, the dog fight with the jet flying through the canyons and the alien ship chasing him. And he like drops the parachute <laughs> on the alien spacecraft. And then he's like, Hope you have an airbag. <laughs> it just ejects. It's like, yeah, so silly, but oh, it killed me. But the yeah. one there was one scene, and and kind of going on what you were saying, Jake, about trying to be '90s progressive. They're they're so, they're showing shots from all over the world of the people celebrating that the aliens have been killed and the ships have crashed, and they're showing you know New York and they're showing London, and but then they cut to the African bush and these people come out in the, in the tribal wear. And I'm like, Oh, that one just didn't quite sit. (laughs) And there there are moments like that. Like when, when they send the, the telegraph to all the different military bases and you've got the Brits there and they're like, Oh, the Americans, they're getting ready to launch a counteroffensive. Oh, it's about time. Like everybody's just waiting on America's lead to, to take these aliens on. Like nobody else is thinking of anything else. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how we look at ourselves. So it makes sense, really. <laughs> did you guys ever see the sequel? I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen the sequel. And that's that's shameful of me to say, but I, I haven't seen it. There's a sequel? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, with um, Thor. Is Hemsworth in that one? I don't know. thought somebody. Let me see. Hold on. Bo Bloom, Coleman, Liam Hemsworth. Liam. I knew one Liam. of the Thors was in there. He's the Thor that never makes it. <laughs> he's the lesser Hemsworth. <laughs> oh. I mean, he's fine. Um, I think that I did see it, but obviously I didn't remember seeing it. And so, um, yeah, you're fine not seeing it. Um <laughs> For me, I just, it's like, I think of like Independence Day, Signs, War of the World, Uh like those three movies that came out like this. Independence Day came out the year before I graduated high school, I think, um, 1996. Yeah. Um, And then Signs came out in 2002, War of the Worlds came out in 2005, and they all had very similar... um, types of how they revealed their aliens they're obviously all three different temperaments of film Mm -hmm. 
Um, mm. But it's that alien reveal um, that I kind of get excited about, about alien adventure movies, right? Because I'm yeah. not, you know, Signs is more of a suspense, but it's still like you don't see the alien until very specific points. Like it's, it's, it's that intense, like, what is it going to be? What is it going to look like? Mm-hmm. And with independence day, I feel like they played that like, okay, the aliens are coming, but we're not ever really going to show you the alien. Um, And then we do, but then they, it, they just kind of gloss over it. It's more about how we are reacting. Yeah the aliens and then when you get into war of the worlds it's all about how we're reacting to the aliens and then all about what they're doing to us so it's this you know just i like to kind of look at Mm -hmm. you know how those movies because they were all these huge blockbusters all three of those in the same genre but like with the same kind of reveal the same kind of spaceship hovering Mm -hmm. over like it's gonna you know we're all gonna die kind of thing but so different in so many ways um i still think though out of the three and i'm probably i really like independence day as an action film Mm -hmm. less so as this like alien kind of thing i still think signs is a very well-made movie and i know not a lot of people agree with me on that i know tracy you are not a fan um but there's so (laughs) many there's so many things not as a story but as a way that that movie makes you feel as um, an audience member as the person that's going along on this journey with the characters. Um, I enjoy it that way with Mm -hmm. independence day. I enjoy just that brain candy of what's going to happen now. It's it's like, yeah, it's, it's it's just that fun ride that you want to get on every once in a while. It's not the one that you're always like, gearing towards but every once right. in a while you're like oh yeah i remember that ride let's do that let's do that one <laughs> yeah it's been five or ten yeah. years let's it's, let's ride that ride again yeah i put it i put it in that category for sure i i think of it and group it together with movies like armageddon that came out a couple yes. of years later where uh-huh. like it is so over the top cheesy and mm-hmm. so yeah but it is so much fun too. Like just the whole idea behind, oh, there's this asteroid coming. It's going to collide with Earth. We're going to send up this drill crew and they'll take care of it for us. <laughs> like just the whole premise is ridiculous. But at the same time, it's still fun and it's still enjoyable. Stop riding the but, nuclear warhead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this one works in a lot of ways too because they mirrored, they took this sci fi action movie. And they mirrored it with the natural disaster movie, which was making a resurgence yeah. back in the nineties, the Poseidon yeah. adventure, the towering inferno. It took all these kind of seventies movies, these end of the, you know, these destruction movies and then mar- married it with the sci-fi film, which is, I think really works well. Well, yeah. what's, what's interesting. You mentioned that you look at, so the director is Roland Emmerich. Yeah who directed this and that's kind of his mo like that is where uh-huh. he lives because he also right. directed the day after tomorrow which um, i he love did, he oh. did the the 90s godzilla movie which i love was, yeah i mean was, i love it i it's like one the of new the godzilla best, probably it's a little one bit of the best movie soundtracks also yeah not scores but soundtracks soundtrack. okay but uh so i mean this is kind of where where he lives as far as that goes with these kind of big epic disaster type movies, whether it's natural or alien invasion or whatever the case might be. Right. So 
he gets the storytelling and you can tell that he knows what he's doing in this movie. Like there are parts that don't totally work as well as, as I think they were intended, but by and large, it's still an enjoyable movie and you're still edge of your seat on it, you know? And, and I think that that's good. So he Uh, also directed the Patriot, which is not, but another good one for the fourth of july if you'd like to watch that about aliens and war yeah yeah just not outer space aliens more like (laughs) speaking of outer space aliens i'm excited to see nope i am very excited to see that i really like jordan peele yeah that yeah interesting us us was hit or miss for me there was so much going on and i don't feel it was as clear as get out but nope looks like it's going to be a lot of fun yeah and i do want to say um if you have not because i think it opens this week if it didn't already open um is rise on uh, disney plus based on a true story so good Um, I, I believe I wrote a review on that. I'll try and get it, get it up on our, um, social media page, but I gave that movie a solid B. Um, if you need something to watch with the family this week and then, uh, the new Baymax series, I watched the first three episodes. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, I'll post some things about that, but, uh, I'll probably have some things to, for you to give away for the Baymax But I also have some black phone stuff for you to give away. I did bring my black nice. phone mask out here, and it's how's that going? A big hit. I bet. Uh, <laughs> with, with Rise, I think if if you watch Hustle and you wanted to watch that with your family, but you don't want to watch Hustle with your family, watch Rise. <laughs> I, I watched. It's the it's the same type of. Thing. It's not the same story, obviously. And Rise is based on uh, Jonas. Uh, Antequembo. I, I, yeah. the Greek freak. Yeah, the Greek freak <laughs> in honest. his family, and it's and it's very interesting. Um, and so, but it, it's kind of in that same vein as as what Hustle was. Yeah, I, I both watched great movies. I didn't get to finish, but I liked it. Yeah, I really liked Hustle a lot. And, and one of Adam cut, Sandler's best roles, I think. Guy, ever. The cruise missile. Yeah. Yeah, he's on Cruise the jab. Missile got cut yesterday. Nope, he, he got was. cut. He got cut. Yep. Oh. Well, I the also... Jags are overhauling their team. If you guys haven't yes, heard, they are. <laughs> yeah, somebody came up like a rando yesterday. Came up to me. Oh, you're from Salt Lake City. Like, what do you think about the what happened with the Jazz? And I was like, uh... <laughs> What happened? Yeah. Um, so I guess one of the main guys got traded. Yeah, they traded yeah, Rudy, Rudy Gobert for like four. Existing five? players, five like, existing oh, wow. players, and four That's, more. He's gonna feel picks. good. Like one of him is worth five other people, plus four well, nine other people picks. when you count the draft picks too. Yeah. So wow. he, the Jazz, the Jazz got a lot out of it. We'll see what happens. But they've yeah. they're obviously overhauling their team quite a bit. So, yeah. And they changed their. So, yeah, uniform. if you're into basketball, there's some basketball movies out for you to watch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want to talk still... about like. This in arm in this uh not Armageddon sorry you said that but in Independence uh, sorry Independence Day like there's some kind of cigar <laughs> like that was a big thing in the nineties movie I that love that Harry Connick Jr was in this this was um his first role before Hope floats you know before he kind of came became the lead guy Harry Connick Jr. I've been I was into his music for a long time before he was in this movie so I was so happy to see him 
Um, but there's this ongoing like cigar moment of the nineties. Like the guys are always uh -huh. like, here you, you get that a cigar. Was, we uh -huh. did something it was amazing. The cool thing. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it was, yeah, that was his big thing. He didn't have the cigars, but luckily Judd Hirsch had some extras. Get just his last two that <laughs> he could give him. <laughs> but I like it when he gives it. It's the epitome of what we always learned was peer pressure in school. Like he gives him the cigar. Yeah. He's like, by the way, this is not optional. Like you will smoke this. I'm like, man, he's not sending you a great message to the kids. This, you will vomit later. You will regret your yeah. life. Oh, yeah. I've never smoked one, but the smell. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. the smell of cigars, like going into the tinder box when I like I used to love that at the mall. I have uh -huh. smoked a cigar or two in my life. And uh, you really got to know what you're doing, because if I've not, you're that. not going to love yourself later. <laughs> you're not going to have. I don't time. also um, <laughs> just say no. That's what I'm going to say. But. You know, I, I, I'm one of those people that I, I believe in most things you should try once if yeah. it's not going to kill you. Um, but also smoking is gross and bad for you at the same yes. time. Yes. Um, when I was a kid, this now I'm going to go the opposite of Val, which is weird that I would go the opposite of Val on this particular what? subject a little bit. But when I was a kid, I always thought if I was going to smoke anything, it would be a cigar, not because of this movie. But because Wolverine <laughs> in the comics was always smoking yeah. and that was just cool. Like I wanted to be cool like Wolverine. Now, however, I tell myself if I were to ever smoke anything, it would be a pipe like a hobbit because mm. that is my dream is to live the hobbit life. So I, uh, I, can, uh, I can see and, you And Tracy just wants to smoke turkeys. So yeah, well, no, that's, the, no, that's my other goal is to smoke turkeys. And I turkeys. feel like, I feel like we're, we're owed some kind of barbecue at your house. Or come, something. come, come over. Cause uh, <laughs> it's, it's really easy. Like I look up the, I look Swing up the recipe by, on the, yeah. I look up the recipe online <laughs> and it's like, you just turn it on to the temperature and you put the stuff on the grill and then, you come back and like turn it and then it's done. And it was not overcooked. It was still really juicy and oh, it's really good. Yeah. I love, I love idiot proof cooking like that. Yes. Because I'm an idiot. So I need yep, the idiot. Same. Proof. <laughs> so so I look up. That moment, though. We've all had that moment though in our lives where we, we messed up something that was like super easy. Right. Yeah. Like made that mistake. Oh, I remember yeah. when, when my daughter Sammy made macaroni and cheese for the first time and she called me and she's like, it doesn't look right. And I'm like, well, did you follow the instructions on the back? Cause it's literally one, two, three <laughs> instructions. And she never drained the noodles. She put them in the water mm. and she cooked them. And then she added the butter, the milk and the cheese. And it was a super slurpy mess. And I was like, so go ahead and try again. Half <laughs> macaroni and cheese soup. To quote uh, Three Amigos, probably watered down. <laughs> yeah. But I made this um, like casserole that was supposed to have chicken in it when I uh, was first married to my first husband. And I did the Jessica Simpsons moment. And I we used to have like the chicken in the can. Oh. That you could just like, but we also had tuna. Uh-huh. And I opened the tuna. I don't know how I didn't know that it wasn't tuna. Don't I annoy? And I mixed that in and I cooked it and I brought it to his family's house thinking, look at me. I'm did wifely like 
thing. And everybody's like, hmm, this is this is interesting. interesting. <laughs> Chicken I, of the sea, man. I I always think of Brian Reagan does a whole thing about instructions on Pop Tarts. Like, yes, people that need the instruction on Pop-Tarts. And I'm like, I know it's really easy to think that's pretty ridiculous, but I know that there have been things like that where I haven't followed the instructions thinking yeah. I knew what I was doing mm-hmm. and it yeah. doesn't work out. Yep. <laughs> that's the Pop-Tart <laughs> moment where it's like, yeah, I'm... But I, getting back to the movie so we can give it a grade here in a minute, but... I do also love that because the internet and computers and things like that were becoming more and more prevalent. <laughs> yes. And when he explains the computer virus thing, he has to like explain, like, we're going to give it a cold, a cold. Yeah. Like a computer virus. I'm like, do people not know what a computer virus is? At that, in 97 at that time. 96? Probably not so much, <laughs> but it was just so funny. Cause I'm like, that's duh. Everybody knows what a well, computer virus is, but they have to like explain it. But when they upload it, and the alien gets the message of the grinning skull, ah, 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 and the alien does like a double take, like what? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, yeah. That, there, yeah. There the were computers some at moments. the time. I love he boots up his his Macintosh and it has the old Mac logo, and I'm like, yeah, the rainbow Apple logo that was yep. I, I think is iconic. I love it. They need to bring it back more. But yeah. Just the aliens in this movie, I love them so much because they are supposed to be so intimidating and scary, but they just like when, when they kill data or Brent Spiner's character uh-huh. and they're pushing him up against the window and they're talking through him, you can mm-hmm. die all die. And I'm like, no, please. Like I can't remember what I felt when I saw this the first time, but I know what I'm feeling now. And it's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a really good like between Mars attacks yes. and like War of the World. So there's like these these moments uh-huh. that you feel like intense and you know, this is a good dramatic moment and then you have other moments and you're like, am I high right now? I don't remember <laughs> doing drugs. Yeah. But I somebody something. <laughs> I will say though the the autopsy scene is pretty good. Yeah, like when they're yeah. the alien, that actually has some creepy look and yeah. feel to it. It kind of reminds me of of kind of a Ridley Scott alien yeah. type of feel. Yeah. And I that. think they were yeah. going for that. I mm-hmm. think they were going for that. But I think they spent most the of their budget the on the CGI. Yeah. And then <laughs> they didn't have a whole lot left on the plastic alien. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be hard to puppeteer and we couldn't get uh, Jim Henson, so... We're just going to make them dead. All the ones that we see are just dead or move very little. <laughs> the, the hand. You see the hand move. You see the, the whip tail thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot in this in this movie that does make it feel dated that we're talking about and probably picking apart a little bit. But the reality is I don't mind that. Sometimes when no, I watch a movie uh-uh. and it feels dated, it takes me out of the moment or whatever. But this just reminds me of spending summers in the air-conditioned movie theater and uh-huh. watching movies like this. And and that's okay. Like, this is high on the nostalgia feels for me, even if I can watch yeah. it and be like, yeah, it doesn't hold up that great. I don't care. Like, yeah. it, it, it's still just a fun movie to watch. You're absolutely right. And it's like when I saw Maverick for the first time, I'm like, this is why I like coming to the theater 
sitting in the theater yeah. watching this movie being entertained you know not everything has to yeah. be a learning moment or you know sometimes you can just entertain us that's okay but eating popcorn yeah. having a cold soda hanging out with your with your buddies i mean that it's like yeah. i i remember it, when i saw arachnophobia in the theater and i felt so grown up because it was just me and my friend we didn't have any of our parents and but that movie freaked me out like i was afraid to like get in the bathtub after that because i was afraid yeah. spiders are going to crawl out of there to but... wash my hair in the sink if there's no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. that same kind of thing it's that shut off your brain enjoy the cool in, especially in the heat of the summer you go into the air-conditioned theater it feels so good you've got your yep. soda you've got your friend you're just having a good time yeah there, and there are some movies that just, when I watch them, it brings me back to that moment. Like even yeah. I can smell the popcorn. I can feel the sticky mm -hmm. floor because all theaters back then had <laughs> sticky floors. Oh like, yeah. And the arcade games out front that have like yeah. games. Yeah. 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 Cause it was the cool hangout place, you know? Yeah. Obviously. Were you, now, I, what did, did you guys ever go to the Sandy Starship? Yes. Okay. No. That was my hang. That was my that was my go to place until so, movies seven, Cinemark seven. Okay, so I'm sure I've starship. been to the Starship. I I'm sure I went there at least once, but I lived closer to Valley Fair Mall, so it was those like mm. dollar yeah the movies that yeah. Were turned into the dollar movie, but now uh -huh. it's not there. So I went yeah. when it was like new, and then I went when it was the dollar. And yeah, from the time that it was open and new to the time that it was the dollar movie theater and they got rid of it. Like those floors were never not sticky. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like, I don't but, think it mattered. Like, I don't know that they ever washed them. It's like that pan. That's like your favorite pan. <laughs> you get yeah. to the it's right seasoned. amount of like seasoned that you just kind of wipe it. I feel like oh. that was the floor of that no. movie theater. Well, yeah. I work at, you mentioned Sandy Movie Seven. I worked it was Sandy Movies Nine when I worked there. They had okay. added to the number eight, number nine I by the time yeah. I was working there. And uh, I I was an usher, and we cleaned those theaters. We mopped the floors. I don't know what it is. They were still always sticky. But when you mentioned Starship, I thought, okay, so then your memory of popcorn is burned smelling popcorn because I felt like every time I went in there, the popcorn was burned at Starship yep. theaters. But I have to say though, they and I wish theaters could do this again it was a, a, such a great time like 80s um growing up but they do like 10 movies for ten dollars yeah and they would show like the weirdest collection like i saw um donnie and marie going coconuts i saw um the apple dumpling gang you know they had like herbie i mean just like but you could you could you know, my mom could drop us off we could watch the movie for a couple hours she'd go do a little shopping come back and pick us up and it was great i remember one a couple of summers i think we when we lived closer to murray the murray theater if you remember that old yes. one one show house theater that was there they would run kids movies and you would buy a ticket at the beginning of the summer and you could once a week yeah. go and watch these kids and they would give you a little brown plastic or paper bag with popcorn in it and one of those taffy like laffy taffies uh -huh. but it wasn't laffy taffy it had like the sparkly candy on the top too i know exactly and, what you're talking about and a little short can of shasta and you would go and you'd watch these like kid-friendly movies and we spent a lot of time doing that because it was cheap we could go we'd be in there for a couple of hours and 
I just remember at the beginning of every movie that they showed at the Murray Theater, they'd have like, I can't remember if it was the Star Spangled Banner or the Pledge of Allegiance, but like this video clip at the beginning that was from the 50s <laughs> that they would start every movie that way. And it was just, I forgot man, about that. Yeah, that, that was a great time. Those that were- was <laughs> they used to have a, a movie theater in the mall at uh, um, Fashion Place. Fashion or Place, that. yeah. They did at Fashion Place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they had one at Fashion Place, and then they had it was the, one where, REI, where, where REI is now at Southtown used to be yeah. the Cineplex. Well, I yeah. know that was one, but I didn't remember at Fashion Yeah, there was, Place. A, there was a movie in Fashion Place, a movie theater, yeah. With the Winchells. There was a Winchells the, bonus. Yeah. They had the Disney store, and they had the yeah. Warner Brothers store yeah. at one time. Um, yeah back when I was more of a Warner brothers fan than a Disney fan. I know that's weird to think, but um, no, I was it, there too. Yeah. It, it was a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, have, I remember that movie theater there. It was, it was back when I was like young, 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 yeah. like five years so, old. So like Jake wasn't even born yet. I, I remember hearing stories about there being a theater there. I don't remember. <laughs> actually being it was passed back down in the, the history books. But, but I do remember the Warner Brothers store. My my grandma worked at the Warner Brothers store when it opened. Like she was looking for something really? to do, and she started working I there. I worked there. I wonder if your grandma was my boss at some point. I didn't I don't know, know if she was ever a boss. Store. She might have been, but she. Uh, I remember when it opened because like Jeff Hornacek came and John Stockton came like to the grand opening or something, uh-huh. and she got like. So I had a Marvin the Martian hat that was signed by Jeff Hornacek and John Stockton. That's that got not somewhere. too shabby. So, That's not too bad. I, I yeah. bought my film school graduation gift for myself from the Warner Brothers store. I bought a, a cell of Speedy Gonzalez. That's all. Awesome. I maybe sold that to you. Just kidding. You I might didn't. have. <laughs> I was really little. I was really little. I um, worked there um, out of high school. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, probably about the same time. Yeah. Well. Um, so I'm going to give this movie, I'm going to start with me because we don't that's usually. Fine. I was just going to try to bring it back there. So that's great. Um, I mean, this movie for me is like, technically, like if I was going to be really critical about it, it would be like a C plus. Uh-huh. But like adding in just the fact that I like it for fun, I'm going to bring it to a B minus. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably be B minus. Um, in terms of just like entertainment, it's a B movie, like the the not in terms of like the grade, but just in terms of the quality. It's meant to be this over the top cheesy. I mean, it's drenched in nacho cheese, which sometimes mm-hmm. that's exactly what you want. And so, yeah. you know, it's like it's like comfort food, and it's just enjoyable. There's some great one liners. Um, the actors are all having a blast. This is probably the only Roland, 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 like Emmerich. Yeah, Roland. Emmerich, uh, yeah. Roland. I didn't remember if there was a D or not, but this is probably the only film of his that I actually like really enjoy. The other ones don't quite work as well for me. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably go B minus on this one. But for a shut off your brain, enjoy on a hot summer day, it, it yeah. hits the spot. Yeah, I think, I think we're pretty. Yeah, I think we're pretty unanimous on this as far as the grade, because I'm going to also give it a B minus. I, In order for a movie to be like a B or a B plus, it's got to be a movie that if I'm going to sit down and watch it, I want to sit down and watch every minute of it. And this is one, 
that if I turn it on, I really can just have it in the background and it's fine. And it's just a movie that I don't feel like I've got to sit down and watch every minute of, but there are parts that are going to draw me in. And so that's where I would give it the B minus rating. And it, and it is steeped in nostalgia for me for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Independence day, pretty solid B minus. If that's how you want to celebrate your 4th of July. Well, first of all, thank you for starting it with us because that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We appreciate that. Um, Second of all, don't forget about July 21st, Broovies, downtown Salt Lake City. Bad movie for a great cause. We're going to watch Sharknado together and give away some awesome prizes. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we hope to see you there. Um, Make sure to follow us in all the places, and until July 21st, we won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.